Today in this episode, I am going to give everyone that listens a Christmas present in 13 states. What we're going to do is I'm going to help everyone get a solid buyer. Um, To give you a little background on this buyer, they originally started, um, some of them, some of the owners, the founders were in the technology sector and they decided they would sell, you know, their companies to Google. Some started with Twitter, some started with Uber. Um, so they, they decided they would create a fund, um, you know, out of this profit from selling their companies basically. Um, and I've worked with a lot of funds over the years. This is by far the most organized fund in the world that I have encountered. And I, I don't leave my market, so I can't, I can't speak for, you know, other markets, things like that of an organized or a well-run fund. Any, I can't speak of that. I can only speak of, of my market. Um, I can send a text to their acquisition manager in my market on the weekend. He replies at night. He replies. He'll pick up the phone. He'll call me, ask me questions about my market. We'll, you know, we've become friends along with, you know, being able to do business, um, which is what I've told everyone to to do over these episodes is to take care of your buyers because they're the ones that have the money that you're trying that you're trying to get. The sellers, you need those, but this is a you have to relate to your buyers. It's that that win friends and influence people scenario. Um I know in my market two weeks ago, uh, they called me and said, "Hey, where are your houses?" And I was—I just told them. I said, "I don't have anything for you right now. I'm buying. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not selling right now." Um, but they were basically trying to rub it in my rub it in my face that they put 35 houses under contract in my little market that's got less than a million people in the MSA. Um, they don't have any issues whatsoever working with the wholesalers. They'll they'll work with real estate agents. So if you're an agent that works that listens to this podcast, you know, feel free to take advantage of this. What I'm going to wind up doing because I've I've spoken to them about it is I'm going to kind of walk everyone in the door. <clears throat> you and I are going to do a deal together first this will be a a jv up front um i will try to manage these leads best that i possibly can from everyone but i'm going to give you some criteria that they will buy and they will buy very fast um they send a renovation manager project manager out to do the inspection that's the only time they look at it they will make an offer on, you know, over the phone, over email. What I'm going to have to rely on everyone 
to do is get your rehab estimate solid. It, if, if you send something that says this is a $20,000 renovation and it winds up 40, your offer is going to change. If you sit there and send a house that you say is $100,000, but it's really only 80, your offer is going to change. So this is where you need to really know what you're doing. And that's why I'm going to JV with every single person that sends it in, because in some ways you're going to get some training. I'm going to help everybody mentor, coach, whatever you want to call it on one deal. When you get one deal correct and they close on it, then I'm going to release the buyer's contact information to you. You were from that point on going to contact them directly and leave me completely out of it. But this is a way of me kind of shielding them from a lot of junk leads that they have to go through. Because it, like I said, if they can buy 35 houses in one week in my little bitty market, they can buy a whole lot more in bigger markets. So right now they're buying in 13 states and I'll give you those states that they're buying in. <clears throat> they're, they're buying in the, it's basically statewide in every state with a larger city. They're not going rural. Um, so if you send something to me and I took, cause I can, I, I can look it up and find out how much it's worth, tell whether or not you're on, your own target, whether or not they'd be interested in it. And so if I send it back to you and say, I'm going to, I'm going to submit it, see what we get, then hopefully that'll be your first and only JV that you have to do with me. If I tell you that they're not going to be interested in it because it doesn't meet the criteria, don't get upset. Whatever you do, don't get upset. Take it with a grain of salt. I know how they buy. I've sold them many houses. Every single time I sell them a house, because of the relationship that I've built, I can call them back and I, I can say, hey, show me the money. If it's, you know, if I think I'm only going to make 5000 on a house, I'll sit there and say, hey, can you do any better? There are houses where I've made over 30 selling them houses just on assignment fees. So they don't care what you make. That's irrelevant to them. They have a percentage, a return that, they, that they're going for, and that's all they care about. The only thing they want is deals, and they can close on them quickly. They are very organized, so don't worry about it. I know a lot of people don't want to partner with people. That's fine. If, if you don't want a buyer that will be a consistent buyer for years to come and keep your bills paid, don't send it to me. If, if you want to look at it in a way of a benefit for you in the long run, then send it to me. Because what I'm trying to do and what they want me to do is basically screen the leads coming in that I'm offering so instead of you sending them a house that doesn't meet their criteria and them saying to them to you, don't send me any more deals because we told you what our criteria is. 
you don't know what you're doing because you missed the rehab budget, you missed the the value of it, and now you've just lost that. So I'm walking you in that door to show you how to be successful with them. It's completely up to you whether or not you take advantage of it. I'll leave that, I'll leave that up to you. <clears throat> the 13 states that they're currently buying in, and I'm going to give you these in alphabetical order. The 13 states, and like I said, these are statewide, so your bigger cities in these states are where they're going to be buying. They're not going to go buy in small town USA. It, it, it's just too hard for them to, to come up with value. Appraisers sometimes don't get it right, what they need, those kind of things. So here are the 13 states, bigger cities in all of these states. Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Wisconsin, and Michigan. And again, I'll give you those again in alphabetical order. Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Michigan. <clears throat> so if you're working in one of those 13 states, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my email, so get a pen and a piece of paper. And this is how we're gonna this is how we're gonna work it out initially. My email address that I want you to send these to is Earl Tom's email at Gmail. So it's the name of the podcast, email at Gmail. E A R L T O M S E M A I L at Gmail.com. Earl Toms with an S email at Gmail.com. So if you get a deal in one of these 13 states in one of the bigger cities, now you take, say, something like Missouri and Kansas. Well, we know it's going to be Kansas City in that. That's, that's just a given. You look at, say, Kentucky. We know it's going to be Louisville. You look at South Carolina. We know that's going to be Columbia. Those Arkansas, you're looking at like Little Rock. You're not looking at, you know, a, a place that's only got 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people in the city. That's not going to be what they buy. So <clears throat> their criteria Keep that pen and piece of paper out because I'm going to give you their criteria. It's a very simple criteria. Like I said, they're not going to buy anything that is not in a city that is a larger city. Nothing that gives you a rural feel. They'll buy in the outer lying suburbs of the big city because that's considered part of the, the city's MSA, the Metropolitan Statistical Area. So whenever you see MSA on something, it's a metropolitan statistical area. So if you're, say, in Detroit, the outer lying counties that are included in that statistical area of Detroit, that's going to be included. They don't buy a lot in inner cities because it's, 
a little bit difficult to come up with the value. There's a little more risk involved in, in those purchases. So they're mainly focused on those outer lying areas of those major cities. Now they will buy in the, in the actual cities. I've sold them houses in the cities, but it's gotta be a better area of the city. So you know what I'm talking about in those areas. So just keep that in mind. Nothing rural, outer lying areas of the city, the suburbs, a lot of places where your turnkey providers are, are selling things in these cities. That's where this, this group is going to buy. The, the, they're always going to rent these. Every now and then they'll do an actual flip like you would see on HGTV. But the rent requirement is a minimum of $800 a month. It doesn't matter if it's a two-bedroom, three-bedroom, four-bedroom, but it has to rent for at least $800 a month. If it won't rent for $800 a month, they're not going to buy it. If it's close to $800 a month, if you're at $750, don't send it. They're not going to buy it. You're going to waste time. They have a minimum value that they buy and a maximum value that they buy. They will go over the maximum value. They won't go under it. So the minimum value that they're going to buy is, is $60,000. Your house has to appraise for at least $60,000 when repairs are done. If it will not appraise for $60,000 when repairs are finished, they will not buy it. Do not send it. Their maximum value that they like is $150,000. they will go over it. I've sold them houses that go over it. But it's because the deal was so good that they just said, we'll flip it. It didn't make any sense to them to, to rent it out because they weren't going to get their return based on the, what they were having to pay for it and renovate it, but they were going to make more money turning around and flipping it. So it goes back to the usage of the property, the highest and best use that I've, that I've spoken about before in, in some of these episodes. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee because it's early in the morning. The other thing that they have is a $60,000 maximum rehab budget. The more beat sideways these houses are, the more they seem to like them. And I'll give you the reason for that. <clears throat> there, they have a... It, it's something in their terms that if there are pictures of, of a house online and they can't alter what those pictures look like, they can't buy it. So if you go think about it in this way, say you pull up Zillow look at the listing on it. It may not even be on market. It may just be the last time it sold. So if the house is still in similar condition to when that last, like if somebody bought a house two years ago and they haven't torn it up and there's not a lot of rehab done on it, <clears throat> for whatever reason, those, those pictures online ruin that deal for them. And it may have something to do with them going with their, the way that they, show their investors with the fund. I, I mean, I'm not, 
I don't get into all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I know what it is, but it's it's not my place to, to tell. But if they can't show renovation, then they won't get it. So you can't go into a house that someone bought two years ago when it only needs maybe a new roof and the rest of the house, you don't even have to paint it. They're not going to buy that. They need to be able to show that they have spent money renovating that house in order to buy it. And then one of the, one of the things that they have that I've disagreed with them on before, because to me it's, it's double dipping. Um, but then again, they control the money because they're buying. So you just have to roll with it. <clears throat> if you have a property that a, say you get a landlord, an investor that wants to sell a house and it's occupied, they'll buy it. But here's, here's the double dipping part. Let's say that your tenant is paying rent, whether it's section eight or, you know, just a straight pay tenant. Everything's great. They're going to be getting money as soon as, um, as soon as they close on the house. The problem is, is you're probably going to have some pictures online. So more than likely when that lease is up, they're going to, they're going to remove that tenant, renovate it and put somebody that they want into that house. So what they do to make sure that they can cover that future renovation is for every month left on that lease, they charge a thousand dollars. So if you were going to sell them something for $70,000, but that tenant had 10 months left on that lease, they're going to take $10,000 off of that 70,000 and only give you 60 for it. That's just how they do it. Even though they're collecting rent, they're still taking a thousand dollars off of that purchase price for every month remaining on the lease for that tenant. So if you've got a tenant that's only got two months left, you're only going to get hit $2,000 on it. <clears throat> if you're, if you've got a house that the tenant is month to month, it's even better. You're not going to get a deduction. You might get a thousand, 2000, but you're not going to see it. They're not going to tell you they've done it. Um, so it's, it's just a, it's a way they do business. And I've, like I said, I've told them before that they're double dipping because you're collecting rent basically at the same clip as you're deducting every month. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but again, they're the ones buying, they have the money that you're trying to get. So roll with it. You can't go in corporate and say, this is stupid, stop doing it, or I'm not gonna sell you anything. They could care less if you sell them something. They have plenty of people that are willing to sell them from agents, contractors, owners directly, wholesalers. They're getting it from everywhere you turn. I don't even pretend to go on the MLS anymore here because every time I do, I'll sit there and they'll say, no, we've got an offer on it. I pick the phone up and I call them. They're like, yeah, we got the agent to send it to us before they put it on the market. So we've already seen it. We put an offer in on it. So that's how strong this buyer is. Um, so to me, it's, it's me giving you a Christmas present 
And yes, I'm going to make money on your first closed deal with them, but that is the only deal that I'm going to do this with so you don't have to worry about what are we, how many times am I going to have to do this? It is a one-time deal. So when you go in and you send me something, make sure you give me accurate information, send me pictures, so I know what's going on. If you want to send me a Dropbox link, that's fine. I don't care how I get pictures, but I'm going to get pictures before I send it. If you don't have this under contract, I'm not going to send it. So you're also going to send me your contract when I send it. This buyer is not going to get your contract because one thing about me is I'm here to make money as well. So I'm not going to share that with them. I'm going to tell them to make me an offer. And then whatever, is, whatever their offer is, I'm going to negotiate. And I'm going to negotiate hard for it. Because I want to make, if, if I'm only going to be in this one time with you, I want to make as much off of you as I possibly can for that one time. Because after that, I'm turning you over and I'm not going to see or hear from you ever again. My bank account is never going to reflect any business that we've done ever again. So like I said, you can take this, you can work, you can send it. That's fine. How I want you to send them is I want a full description, address, bedroom, bathroom, contract, pictures. I don't need square footage, but if it's got anything finished in a basement, send me that. Say it's got one room or it's got two bedrooms or it's got a half bath. Tell me what's in that, what's in that basement when you send it over. Give me a full description because one thing I'm training you on when you send these is how to get a very fast offer that will stick with this buyer so that you can move to closing very, very quickly and be finished within a week, seven days, two weeks, depending on what state you're in. This buyer has cash ready to go. They don't waste time. So all they have to have is their rehab estimate when they send their inspector out there. And after that, game on. They're going to they're gonna send, you, send you the money. Or send the attorney the money, and then you're going to get it. So, like I said, send me full address. Send me bedroom, bathroom count. Send me anything. That, if you've got a basement, send me anything in the, in the basement. Send me a basic description of what repairs need to be done to this house. Send me a legitimate repair estimate. Even if you have to overestimate, I would rather you do that than send me an estimate for, says, $20,000 when it's really forty. Because another thing that this buyer has done before... I've sent them out to a house and I've said, I think your rehab is going to be $50,000. They have come back to me before and said it's only going to be fifty, so we can raise the contract price on you. Pad your estimate if you don't know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, fine, send it on. But if you don't, err on the side of caution. 
because I'll get them to come back and add money to that purchase price if they're not gonna if the if the rehab estimate doesn't get to what I've sent over there. I don't need you to send me a how much you think it's worth because I'll be able to figure that out just online. You give me a basic description of what this house needs in repairs, the full address, bedroom, bathroom count, if it has a basement, what is finished in this basement, bedroom, bathroom, any if, if there is nothing finished in the basement and it has one, just say unfinished basement. That's all I need from you. But like I said, make sure you send your contract with, with your email and send your link to pictures. You can send a zip file. I don't care. Whatever you want to do, send it. Because unless I have those, I'm not sending it to them. Because one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to waste my time. I'm doing this to try to help people out, but I can't work for free. So if you have a deal and you want to send it, my email address that I want you to send it to again is Earl Toms with an S email at gmail.com. Earl Toms email at gmail.com. So when you go through when I and I show you how they buy, the next deal that you have, you're gonna send it directly to them and you're gonna send it to them the same way that I just told you but you're not going to send the contract to them. Don't send the contract to them. I, I wouldn't do that with anybody. I, I don't think anybody else would. The reason I want it is because I want to know the deal is actually under control before I send it in because my reputation with them is on the line and I'm not going to waste it on someone that is just out there throwing things against the wall to see if they stick. You're going to do business professionally or I'm not going to send it. It's just that simple. So when you, when you send it over, again, earltomsemail at gmail.com, address, bedroom, bathroom count. If it has a basement, tell me if it's finished or unfinished and what's in that basement if it's finished. Send me a basic description of what you think needs to be repaired. Send me your pictures and send me the contract with your pictures i would like a front view rear view views of the sides of the house and one of every room maybe two of every room if if there's enough room to, to take a picture if you're in a kitchen it's a good idea to take at least two pictures so that you can get a full view of the kitchen the cabinets the countertops things like that bathrooms i know it's kind of you can take a picture of the of the tub and a, take a picture of the you know, standing in the hall, shooting the, shooting the picture in there. So wherever you can make an additional picture in a room, I would prefer that, but I understand some rooms, it's just not, not right. Send me a picture also of every single thing that you see that is wrong with that house. If you've got holes in the flooring, if you've got stains on the ceiling, holes in the walls, doors are off the hinges, Things like that, gutters are hanging hanging low. Send me those pictures because that is going to help get you the best offer in the least amount of time. So again, nothing rural, $60,000 minimum value, 
up to 150,000 value after repairs, a budget for rehab cannot go over $60,000. The minimum rent amount is $800. And if you follow those guidelines, you'll get a deal closed either by the end of December or shortly thereafter. Because all they're going to do is pick up the phone Call me, say, hey, do I get out? Of, how do I get in the house? If you've got a lockbox on it, that's even better if it's vacant. So they can just go when they want to. If we need to schedule a meeting for somebody to be out there, that's what's got to happen. That's fine. But one thing I want every one of you to understand is if, if you send me this and I submit it to this, to this buyer, and then you try to follow up with them without me, I will find out and they will blackball you. You will never give them another deal. They do this, wholesalers have tried this before on me and wholesalers have failed before. This is a very transparent buyer with me. So if I send it to them and then I'm not involved or it gets canceled and then all of a sudden you show up a week later with a new deal, they're going to tell me and they are going to do one of two things. They're going to force you to work with me and JV with me on it, or they're going to blackball you, one of the two. So this is a very, this is a Christmas present, but you don't think you're gonna pull something over on anybody in this, because like I said, every one of these guys came from the tech industry. They've got a record of everything. So when you try to do, when you try to do some funny business, it's it's going to be in there with a record. They've got it. They invented their own program. They they wrote their own program to be able to figure out how much something's worth. That hands down beat Zillow, and they wrote it in a week. So don't think you're fixing a oh I'm just going to send this over to him, find out who it is, and then I don't have to do it. Because if you do, you're going to hurt yourself, and you're never going to sell anything to him. And I'll make sure you don't. That's just the way you do business. You can either come in this with one time and do it and have a prosperous 2021 and many years after that, or you can lose a buyer on your first shot. It's completely up to you. The states that they're buying in again are Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Wisconsin, and Michigan. So if you have a deal in any of these areas that meets their criteria, send it to earltomsemail at gmail.com. And I'll, and I'll work with you to get one deal closed. After that deal, have fun, sell them as many houses as you possibly can for as much money as you possibly can. And maybe 2021 will be the year that changes your life. So with that, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to a close. I hope everyone has a, has a Merry Christmas, appreciates the, the Christmas present that I have given you. I'm not here to waste your time. I hope you're not going to waste my time when you, send a, when you send a deal over. If you have questions 
about how to approach something in a deal, send it. If, you, if you're not sure of value, send it. I'll look at it. Don't matter. Just take it one deal at a time and see what happens. Because my goal is, is to get you in one deal so that you can have your own buyer and be able to have, have prosperity basically, you know, for as long as this buyer keeps buying. Um, but again, I hope everyone enjoys the, the Christmas present. If, if you would like to work, work with Earl Times, feel free to send over the information. If I don't get all of the information up front, I will reply to you and say, I don't have everything, send this. If you can't, move on to the next deal and then send what you, what you can on the next deal. Virtual wholesalers, probably not gonna, not gonna work well in this model because of what I require and what they require. So unless you're just, you know, that good of a virtual wholesaler, probably wouldn't send it. Um, if you're working the market you actually live in, you should be able to benefit with this. And depending on how you market within six months, be able to put neighborhood of a hundred thousand dollars worth of profit assignment fees in, in the bank. And hopefully this will be something that, that changes your life. But again, that's, um, that's all we're going to do to, today. Just wanted to give everyone a Christmas present. Um, if you have that deal, send it to Earl Tom's email at gmail.com. I hope to see my inbox full today and uh, let's get some deals closed in 2021. Thanks for listening, everyone.